Welcome to Foreign Lenses. I'm Yakle. Ayan again. Hey guys, welcome back again to another episode. I'm Aja, and today we have Miss Ring. Monica or Dell. Um, I like writing, so I write. I have a book. I'm writing another book. Um, I have a tea business, so herbal tea. That's my thing. That's pretty much, yeah. Anything else? She's uh, the okay, girl. Human She's the what? Self-care. She's a counselor. I'm a counselor. I'm a life coach. <laughs> and I work as... Uh... Welcome, Adele. Thanks for being with oh, us today. Um, Adele I'm does you know, audience. Well. I'm a big fan. I oh, yeah. Tuesday talks on Facebook. So my page is The Future is Luminous. So that's that's the title of my book, Luminous. So go check it. For those who actually like going on Facebook and watching videos, she has really um, inspirational stuff on there. Uh, I watch them a lot, personally. I'm always on there on Tuesdays. It's my girl down in the car <laughs> with her little cute videos. Like, Hi, guys. <laughs> like, ooh. <laughs> Vibes, bro. And they're really short videos, aren't they? Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. It's a good length. Like, it, it gives you the message you need in a minute to three, right. max motivation for the day for the tuesday yeah. for the week hacks you up it makes me feel good you know for tuesday and then by thursday i'm back to me um anyway guys today we'll we'll be talking about spirituality i I feel like this is a topic we've been saying we'll do for so long and it's something we all i guess we're all on our own little journeys so it's something that everyone can relate to everyone and no one even an atheist has a spirituality journey to be honest at this point so we'll just have a little discussion and this will be based on our personal opinions so even if your faith or your spiritual journey is not the same as ours it's each to their own I guess so this will be from our perspective the way we see it and the way we've viewed it our whole life up to this point and whether or not things have changed so um, to get into the conversation, I'll just ask you ladies, uh, can you tell me some, a little about your spiritual journey, whether it be religion-based or just spirituality as a whole and how you view it uh, from the point it started or as far back as you can remember? Okay, okay, so um, guys, we actually um, have a really special guest on um, today, and um, that guest is Monica. She's already introduced herself, but the reason that we have her on um, this episode is because um, she's a very uh, spiritual person. Um, I've been very um, privileged to um, hear a little bit about her story and um, where she is in her spirituality and her faith, and it's kind of in a sense, sparked my own interest in um, pursuing and following my own spiritual journey. And um, that's why she we thought that she would be a really good um, addition to the team for this particular episode, because she may inspire you guys just the same way that she's inspired me and also some of you guys as well. 
Um, so um, before we get her to talk a little bit about her faith, we're just going to, the three of us, going to introduce, um, I guess, how our spiritual journey kind of started off and where we're at now, and then she'll go ahead and do her. So I'll just um, start with mine, because I've said um, just in that little intro that um, Adele was one of the reasons that I've been very inspired to follow my path in my spirituality. But prior to this particular point that I'm at right now, which is the beginning of my own personal journey, I've always um, kind of been brought up as a Christian in my household. Um, there was no other faith that was um, kind of in the mix in my upbringing. It was always Christianity. My mom is very big on God and she has her own um, spiritual walk. So it is my little sister and my older sister and my aunt as well. Um, when I was younger, I used to dance in the church, little local Sudanese churches, you know, just praying the Lord. Um, but I never really... Church dance. Yeah. The little... <laughs> <laughs> That's not how we do it. Yeah, but um I used to do that, but I never really um thought about God on a personal level. I just kind of just did it because everyone else in the household was doing it. But now I'm at a point where I'm kind of like trying to grow my own faith and trying to have a intimate and a personal relationship um, with God. So that's where I'm at in my life. And I'll just get Ayan to um, talk a little bit about herself and her own journey. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, mine is pretty, well, not similar. It's a bit different, but yeah, mm -hmm. I was brought up in a Catholic household. So both of my parents are Catholic. <laughs> I, we, <laughs> I got baptized as a Catholic. I've got a name that I will not mention that I got baptized with. But, <laughs> but yeah, I got baptized as a Catholic. And then I think, I don't know how old I was when I first had my spiritual encounter. How old was I? Was I uh, probably... 16 or 15? Yeah, I think 16. Yeah, 15 or 15, 16. 16. Yeah, around there. So that's when we started going to this. Is those ones that pray out? Is it Pentecost? Yeah, it's a Pentecost yeah. church. Yeah, Pentecost church. So we first started going there, uh, me and my sisters. And then that's when I gave my life to Jesus. So it was like more of a spiritual thing. So it was completely different to um, the Catholic going to church because we used to go every every Sunday. My parents would wake us up. We go, we sit there, yeah, we sit there. <laughs> they go through the whole process. Right. We're just sitting there, you know, and this literally, I felt literally nothing, no connection, no connection, mm -hmm. no spiritual, nothing. My spirit did not move small. <laughs> kind of like, when I'm there, I'm literally thinking about my weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about, you know, what am I going to do after church? You know, I'm stressing about school the next day. So literally my mind was always just distracted. So I was never physically, I was there physically, I but I was not there. my friends. <laughs> I was just going there. outside I was there physically, but yeah. I was not there mentally and spiritually. I was literally like not there at all. So I was just, yeah, I literally, and then, you know, my parents forced me to go through the whole communion process. So I felt like I didn't really have, like, I didn't care enough about it. So I sort of just went along with what they said. So I went to mm. Sunday school, got my first communion and all that stuff until I was 15. That's when I, yeah, like I said before, I went to the Pentecost church. And that's when, um, when I first went, this lady, the pastor at the time, she was, when she prayed, 
that's when I f first felt my spirit move, you know, for the first time I was like, shoot, I didn't even know I had a spirit like that. Like it was crazy. Cause I never really thought about anything to do with spirit spirituality or anything like that. It was just sort of just like, man, you know, you just go to church, pray, that's it. Mm. And even the way that they prayed at Catholic, it was just like a set prayer and there was nothing personal about it. Yeah. But when I went to this church, it was like, it was like I was being acknowledged as a, as a being, as a spiritual person, as an individual, you know? So yeah, so that's when I decided I went a couple of times and then, you know, they did the usual, who wants to give their life to Jesus? Then I did that. Um, and then I, yeah, I just kept going and going. And then I started growing more interest in like reading the Bible myself. Um, and then I started praying on my own, which was really different. Cause even when I used to pray back then it was just like, not the same. So yeah, I started praying there, got my own Bible. Um, and that's when I, you know, it started feeling like I had a spiritual relationship with God. And, and with that, I couldn't really put like a religion on it. It was more of a spiritual side that I was okay with. You know what I mean? Like, as I grew up more, I was just sort of like, it's a spiritual relationship that no one can really be involved with. Not my mom, not my dad, not my siblings, no one, you know? So yeah, so then that's how my thing just sort of grew from there. And until today, um, I still have that spiritual relationship with God that, you know, we have our ups and downs, <clears throat> but I still believe that I always have that spiritual connection and, and yeah. I think growing up you know how when you're younger and everyone like when you're sitting around a lot of people or when you go to church like especially for the main events growing up as a young child I remember I would go to church on Christmas day Easter because they were like the big big events um, really <laughs> no one in my house was spiritual I, I like well religious I would say like particularly fully religious my mom would go to church every other Sunday she went to church and none of my siblings went or my dad so when I was growing up we would just stay home you go to church when you feel like going to church nobody ever like forced us into going or nobody told us that we had to go I remember when people pray you know how they have that meme of when everybody closed their eyes and there's someone praying and then your mind starts dancing and singing and so everything else is happening <laughs> I was always doing other stuff in my mind when I'm praying. And then when they say, I mean, I'm like, okay, man, let's go. I'm doing great. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. And then when I came here, I started going to church. I used to dance in Sunday school, you know, do my thing. And then I thought I was too bougie. Hey, when I hit that, um, to, when I started dancing at church, I think the first thing that drew me to church in Sunday school was songs. That was only like the Bible. I, I didn't understand. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't get it. So for me, I was like, that's boring. That's adult stuff. When I go to the older people church, I get bored and get just sit there and start thinking about my weekend. Like I hadn't said and do nothing. How, how, do you remember how they used to preach about yeah. uh, culture as well at the yes. church? And I'm like, no, but that's the thing. They used to mix culture, culture like, and religion. And so I started. Like, 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 yeah. Um, I think for me, I didn't truly know I was a Christian. Maybe like I've always said I was obviously because that's what I've grown up in, but I didn't fully understand it until maybe 2013, 14, uh, probably when I was 18, 19-ish. Um, that's when I think my cousin, they started dancing at church again in youth and I hadn't been to church for like four or five years around that time. And she just used to be like, oh, hey, just come to church with me. And I'll get confused, but then I'm bored. It's Friday night. So I'm like, all right, we're going to the city. Let's go. But for me, it was just to go socialize. And I think 
I went and I liked one song. They were just teaching a song. And the song I had, there was something about it. I felt some sort of connection with the song. Didn't understand what it was or what the song meant. But to me, they taught one song and that was the only song I learned out of the 10 songs they taught. And it was the hardest one because I just felt something, some sort of connection to the song, which made me go back the next time. And then I found another song. And to me, it just built, I just built some sort of catalog of songs that I really loved and that made me feel connected to God. So that was my way of reading. the. And then I started asking people around like, or um, Bible verses and stuff like that. And they'll be like, this song came from this verse in the Bible, actually go read it. And then I'll go look at it because all the songs we have are from the Bible. It's literally verses. Yeah, little, that. Oh my God, let me play my playlist. Mm. You, can, uh, you can feel spirit, uh, spirituality through anything, eh? like songs, mm. reading, people talking. Yeah. Okay, it's everywhere. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Now, tell us a bit about your journey and how it's been for you. Well, my journey is pretty much similar to a young journey. Um, obviously, grew up in the same. My sister, for people that don't know. Mm. Oh yeah, we didn't say that. <laughs> so this we grew up in a Catholic home so um what that meant was as soon as we were born we were baptized you know given yeah. names and all of that stuff my parents were just they just into that stuff and so then when we came i actually loved it back in africa because mm -hmm. i felt like the catholic church back there is different to this catholic church um the one back home i was like in kapuma i was oh, dancing yeah. in the church and i didn't go to church because like god <laughs> I yeah, went to church yeah. because it was fun dancing. and we were dancing and it was all good. Yeah. And then we came to Australia and then again, my mom obviously found a Catholic church that we used to go to. But like I am said, every time I go to church, I feel like such a sinner because I would just sit there. My mind is elsewhere. And I'm like, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm thinking about all these horrible things. And it's just so boring because it's like, it's the same thing all the time. Mm -hmm. It's not, it wasn't a spiritual thing. It was more like a tradition. It's something that needs to be practiced. It's something that you feel like you have to do it. It's not because you want to do it. Yeah. And then I always felt like people in the church would just like people will come to church and act like they're holier than other people. They just, you oh, just yeah, didn't feel like, yeah, you feel good about yourself. So I don't know. I just, yeah, they didn't I didn't feel like it. happy. They just, yeah. Blank, and it's like, blank face. yeah. And I think what annoyed me or what I didn't like the most is that, you know, people didn't want to be there. You know that they, they're not holy. You know that there are people that are just, they're not nice people, but because they are the church, they have to act a certain way. So mm -hmm. then I was like, no, I don't want to continue to do that. So um i think we just stopped going i just stopped going. we to had church. to get older because we couldn't yeah. say no to our parents so yeah. when you were old, when we were old enough to put our foot down i tried one sunday morning yeah. i'm not going <laughs> i tried to stop and then she, she yeah, had to keep going i had, to, going, you know? I had to keep going after, you have to go as, as you get older you start putting your yeah. foot down as no one can protect you i was like i'm not going anymore i can't i can't do this i'm not one Sunday, I just said, I'm not going. And then it became a thing. I just stopped going because yeah. I was just like, I can't. Until like it was just left my parents going. Yeah. And then one time, I think how we actually got, and then I started actually going to Paradise um, mm. Community Church, which is now Influences. Yeah. I started you, going yeah. there. I actually enjoyed it because it was fun. We were singing, we were 
dancing. Again, it wasn't so much about God. It was the yeah. fun. It was the meeting <laughs> friends. It was all the good stuff. And then I think what took us to church is um, when um, our niece remember. broke her, she broke her, her leg yeah. in two going to church and that's when I actually started opening my mind to the idea of Bible because I never understood like my whole life I've been in church but I've never understood I've never been interested in the Bible because yeah. the time that I've actually picked up a Bible I've never understood it mm-hmm. I just read it and I was like what is this this does not make sense and I think that made me more annoyed than to be more interested because yeah. I'm like why should I read something that I don't understand well, the first yeah the frustration so i'll just put it down and and just not worry about it but after i went to that church i started being more invested because i felt like it wasn't so much someone telling me what to do or how to do it it was me being actually interested in finding out for myself and that's where spiritual journey started where i was like okay this is not it's not a religion it's actually a relationship it's a relationship between me and god and there's accountability there I have to do this not because he's forcing me to, not because somebody is telling me to, but because I want to. And I have that relationship where I feel like I can communicate. And I wasn't being told about who God is anymore. I knew for myself. And I was experiencing and, and having encounters and just seeing the way my life was changing. It was just just mind-blowing in a sense. So that's when I started like, okay, maybe this is where I'm supposed to be. So I don't when people say religion, I don't see myself as a religious person. I see myself as a spiritual person. And a lot of people don't understand the difference because yeah. they think just because you pray to God, you read the Bible, you, you're religious. But a religion is a set of rules, like Catholic kind of thing, where it's like, you have to do this at a certain time. And this time we do this and that, but spirituality. Like now I do go to church, but I don't go all the time. And even if I don't go to church, I still feel connected to God. I still feel like I can pray and I can be heard. I still feel like God is with me no matter where I go. It's not the building, it's where I am because he lives in me. So yeah. for that reason, I don't yes. necessarily have to go to church to be considered spiritual, you know? Mm. So that's pretty much my, my journey. Thanks for that. You know, it's so interesting that you call it a relationship. It took me probably until maybe, like even though I started going to church maybe seven years ago, roughly, um, I probably didn't think of it as a relationship until maybe two, maybe a year or two ago. That's when I started realizing it doesn't matter where I am, because if my heart is with him always or with God, then I still have that connection with God. And it doesn't matter how long it takes before I go to church, because when I go back to church, it's going to be the same. And because in relationships, like, when you're with someone, it's always unconditional, especially in like strong relationship where you give what is needed. It doesn't matter when you do it or how long it takes you to do it. But when you get there, they're still going to recognize that you're doing that and they get your heart instead yeah. of you just having to prove yourself all the time. You don't have to prove yourself for it to be like a good relationship. Yeah. And that when you think about it as well, like, family for example you're there yeah. your family is here they're not going to be like oh we cut you off because yeah. we don't have you're not physically you're always yeah. going to keep in touch and you no matter what you know at the back of your head that this is my family no matter where i go no matter what i do we're yeah. still going to be connected and that's exactly like god no matter where you go no matter how you try to do this or hide or all of these things it's always at the back of your head like 
I am going to be, God is there no matter what. And if I call, he's going to answer. You know, there's people that you actually rely on so much that you know, no matter what, they'll come through for you. And you're just so confident in that. And that's how it is when you have that kind of relationship with God is that even when I fall, I know that he's there. Even when I feel, because the journey is actually not consistent and yeah. it's not stable because life, there's so many things that happen that take you out of your, your path and distract you. And you feel like, you know what, God, I can't do this anymore. I'm tired. Don't but at the back of your head, you always know I will get <laughs> back up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a personal, the thing is what yeah. people always forget, it's a personal journey and no, no one's journey is the same as the other one. Yeah. Just like no one's life journey is the same as anyone. So for me personally, the, the way that I, the relationship that I have with God, I don't really, I never try to look like, oh, this person should be spiritual and this and that. Because I remember Nyakle, we were speaking about it. Mm-hmm. Me and Nyakle were friends first before Ada. I never like, because I'm always just in my own little bubble. I have my own relationship with God, but I don't really go around talking about my relationship yeah. with God like that. I think it's only this year that we started talking about spirituality. Whereas I but, do. Whereas Ada was different yeah, to me does, like that. Yeah. You know? A bit more like, you know. But with that being said, my mindset is sort of like, and this is something that I'm working on as well because I remember I was telling you it's kind of like a selfish thing because I've got my own little relationship Mm. but I don't really like tell people about my relationship until you come across it another way then we'll talk about it after Mm. that but like it's a very personal thing and everyone's journey is different and no one like I wouldn't judge anyone for having a different relationship to me you know what I mean I wouldn't judge anyone for having because spirituality can be anything it doesn't have to be with God it can be anything that you actually feel spiritually connected to you know what i mean mm. and if that works for you then that's fine but i just don't like when people try to put you in a bubble mm. or put a label on you about yeah. what you should be because yeah. i what i it's literally a personal personal journey that no one can sort of um guide you or even tell you anything about it only you and and you know whoever you believe in can I sort think, of guide you through it i also yeah. feel like people themselves like for me personally speaking from my own experience sometimes you kind of compare your own journey to someone else's yeah and i think it comes dangerous. you have to come to a realization that you're going to grow your own faith the way you're supposed to grow your own faith and yeah, no two parts um are the same for everyone else so um don't be discouraged i feel like at the stage that i'm at there are moments when i'm really discouraged and i'm like okay well i feel like i'm not connecting or i feel like um I have like a, you know, those friends that you contact sometimes when you need something, but you know, they'll be there for you. That's why I feel like I'll just put God in the back burner for now. But then when I'm feeling, I know, just using him small, small, like, you know, but I think when I do in that moment, when I feel like, okay, I'm just a little bit down or I'm feeling a little anxious or whatever. And I just, even if it's just listening to a song or something like that, I feel a little bit better and I'm like, okay, well, great. But then there's this guilt that like yo you haven't really been communicating or even like putting in the the effort because it's like Adele said at the beginning it is a two-way streak it's a relationship at the end of the day it's it's not a one-sided relationship you put in what you get out Mm -hmm. so um what you put in is what you're going to get out but don't feel that you need to compare yourself to someone else um because at the end of the day like Adele did say before um, God is faithful and he will um, come through for you and he's not going to leave you just because, you know, someone else is a, li- a little bit more stronger in faith than you are at the moment. He's going to come through because your journey is a little bit more different. So I feel like it's people's own thoughts that sometime 
um, hinder their relationship with God or whatever faith that they follow. So why um, so not someone else? Why? Because why do you guys think that um, people seek spirituality? Like, why do you think that? Because we've already sort of touched on, mm. like, you know, things that have happened in the background or whatever. Yeah. But, like, why do you think people feel the need? Because, actually, do you have an outline of different types yeah. of spirituality? I was about to get into it, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe um, we'll do that. So we can I think that, that um, there's a lot, especially, it's really good that both, I think Ayan and Adal mentioned in their points or in their journeys that they're not particularly religious, they are spiritual people. And I wanted to shine light on that because spirituality in its true definition is actually um, an individual practice that has to do with a sense of peace and purpose. So it's your own personal relationship and connection with God as a person yourself, a personal relationship and a personal connection. Whereas religion is kind of, a set of beliefs and practices by a group of people. So it's defined in people coming together to praise God and again. practicing and following rules and all of that. And it's always um, service and wor worship of God. It has to be a particular God or different practices and practicing the same way. So there's structure. There's rules that you have to do this and do that and do it this way. So it has a lot of culture connected to it. Whereas spirituality is freedom to have that connection and that peace of mind. And in different practices, it can be practiced in yoga. It can be practiced in just peacefully sitting there and just in, in the environment, just sitting outside in a park. And you don't even have to speak. It's your way of connecting to God. It can be practiced in meditation, in self-care when you are at home and you're, you have your headphones on and you're in, having a bath or you're just reading a quiet book or you're sitting in a corner and you're just silently having a moment. That's spirituality. It doesn't matter where, how you do it or when you do it. It can be done in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Even... um thingy what's what is it called what's the other one yeah it? i don't want to no um reading cards it's not a part oh, of tarot card yeah that's a that's a form of spirituality as well yeah it is yeah um it's um it's a kind of I, I did some research on it and it was kind of like a lot of things i came across on astrology and all of those um, what are they called? Terror something cards. Those ones. Yeah. Um, those cards are quite good, but a lot of things that come with them are, um, what are they called? Zodiacs connected. And some of those things kind of just blur the connection because there's a lot of assumptions that come with them or set ways. It kind of becomes um, Zodiacs. Someone said, um, I saw this video once that said um, zodiac signs are a way uh, um, are a way of blurring your relationship with God because it's kind of like a religious cultish yeah, kind of. Definitely, that's more like yeah. if you're gonna be in it, then that's it. You know, like it's that's a, your or a religion right? that's not defined because it tells you what to do and how you're gonna do it, and it tells you, oh, you're special because of this, and if you don't do this by this date, this will happen. 
Whereas God because it's a form of spirituality as well, is it not? Because it's it's following a, a certain because obviously people that practice that it's more it's of a spiritual thing. it's not very um it's not necessarily spiritual it's just a practice that people have based on it's what, or the universe clearly they're communicating with spirits so i think it's a form of spirituality yeah um, to, to tell them things and to show them things yeah and i feel like anything that people do there's always an aspect of spirituality, spirituality yeah. and religion um mm-hmm. things like law of attraction some people might say that it's not a religion or it's not spiritual yeah. but for me i'm like what is a religion like you just said before a religion is what a set of people practice their rules their all of that stuff yeah. that's law of attraction new age all of these things that people practice they have a sense of religion and a sense of um, spirituality to, And that's why people make it, for you to make something spiritual, you have to make it personal, yeah, you know? Yeah. So we have to take all of these things, They're all people personalize it yeah. and make it spiritual. Spiritual, yeah. Because yeah. in a sense, because I think we, yeah. it, I don't, we run away from the word religion, religion. so much. Yeah. I don't get it. Like yeah. at the end of the day, all these spirituality things end up, existing because religion was there yeah. you know what i mean yeah and then you end up exploring it and then having your own spiritual journey you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. how it becomes a personal thing so uh, i don't know why we're so afraid of the word religion and then when people say religion they're looking at christianity they're looking at islam they're looking at um, buddhism, buddhism or, yeah. all of these things as extreme but it's like all of these things uh, and all of these, is the same person the same way the same journey have you guys been exposed to other religions in your lifetime or have you guys always just been christians or catholics or whatever the situation I've is come across um i think um okay when i was studying psychology I, when i was studying psychology a lot of their practices um have a lot of uh buddhist views so mm-hmm. a lot of things that we used to like look at in class were very buddhist base because i guess it has a lot to do with self-care yoga it's a spiritual yeah it's a very spiritual religion or i don't know what it it is a religion right (laughs) yeah it's a spiritual religion where people um a lot of things that they practice are to do with things that connect you with yourself so it's a very spiritual religion and a lot of western especially a lot of western practices focus on things that buddhists do a lot of the time so i think that was the only other religion where i was like oh i get it it's kind of like christianity except it's more on a spiritual like it's not very group based it's more of your personal relationship with god yeah Yeah. i think that um having a spiritual relationship gives you a clearer view or vision of what your purpose should be in life or it gets you a lot closer yeah, to you think your purpose cool. would be. Yeah. Why do point we, of yeah. spirituality though to seek purpose? Yeah. Don't people gain purpose from that anyways? Because if you think about it, there's people that um, practice this new age thing or they're kind of seeking a sense of purpose. And based on my conversations that I've had with people that um, kind of believe in this um, whole new age situation, um, they think that your purpose in life because I I don't know they kind of mix the whole in my opinion anyways because I did when I was in um, high school I kind of had to dabble around various religions because I did religious value and education so they kind of um for the semester 
study different religions mm. and just based on my knowledge of each individual's um, religions I can kind of pick out that this new age, new age situation is a little bit of a um, mixture of each um, thing so they've got a little bit of like Buddhism a little bit of Hinduism a little bit of Christianity and to them it's supposed to aid you in seeking a better life by their practices and the things that you do so in a sense is a way for people to search for a purpose higher than themselves mm -hmm. and also speaking to other people who are Christians as well and also like me a little bit my own journey I do feel that the reason you people anyways practice religion or spirituality is to seek something beyond what you currently have so you're seeking purpose to a certain extent whether that's peace whether that's success whether that's whatever that's what you're seeking so i think it is it's they go hand in hand do we that's have one purpose or multiple while you're answering that do you isn't guys it, know one purpose in life isn't you a personal though at the stages that you're at in life no but it depends what you believe though like it, it depends what you think because if what you, you personally in, believe what do you guys think do we God, i believe that um my purpose my purpose has already been set so as i go through life god knows the final destination already so it's me that doesn't know he i, I feel as though he's revealing certain parts of my purpose as i go on but i feel like my purpose doesn't change to me it might look like it changes because obviously i don't know what's ahead but i feel like it's already been said i feel like my purpose in life he, he knows when i'm you know i'm gonna take my last breath he knows when i'm gonna wake up again he knows all of that stuff so a lot of responsibility yeah? it's a lot of responsibility for, for the man, man. I, know. I feel yeah. like it's more like um a calling in life yeah your purpose yeah. is your calling mm. and obviously i feel like it's always in you whether you have discovered it or not is the question, you know? But your purpose there, I feel like with the purpose that you have in life, there are different branches to it and different destinations and different stops that you might think, oh, my purpose changed or whatever. Yeah, but it all consistent. leads to that one thing. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I've discovered when, when I am going through this journey of um, spirituality and um, having a relationship with God is that, my purpose is there, but there are so many other different things that I experience that continue to lead um, to that one purpose. And seeking God for me, it's more of a peace kind of thing, like seeking peace in myself hmm. and knowing who I am and to be comfortable in who I am. And when I was seeking that, then I discovered everything else, um, which is the purpose. And that's why I continue to seek after peace because that's what he tells me my peace i give you and for that reason i feel like everything else is just being you know opened up so that i can see and i can discover um who i am where i am and where i'm going mm. you know so um yeah so i think your purpose has been consistent but it's just um there's you this yeah, in life you go you grow in purpose. life and sometimes too you might think this is your purpose or you know it's your purpose, but you try to get away from that. You know what I mean? And you try because maybe it's too hard. Maybe um, you're not interested in doing it now. Maybe, but you're always going to find yourself. There's some people that you'll be like, oh, I thought about this 10 years ago, but I didn't do it. But it just keep coming because that's your purpose. 
that's your calling in life you know purpose and then it ended up she lost everything and then she ended up yeah. at a pit point where god Wanted. wanted her to be at i i really like that sermon that i listened to it was so good um yeah i totally agree with you guys i feel like um your purpose is set in stone but all you know how we throughout our life through different stages you develop different skills and you have different skills um i guess gifts to give the world these are things that on your journey or while you're on your journey to actually get to your final destination, which is finding your purpose, you are given these skills to get you there. So it's kind of like a map of like I a train. Like, what happens when you reach that purpose? Or do you just never reach it? Like what happens when you reach it? Is that the end for you? And that's it? Or do you reach like it? And then you- it's not because I feel like I used to think that when you finally get to your purpose, you that's it that's your final end you end there this life ends and then you go on and you die that's what i used to think but i now now that i'm older i think that when you get to your purpose and you finally find that place it's a different feeling you finally get to practice what you put on until you accomplish whatever you are here for I yeah. feel like with purpose, though, I feel like it's a journey and yeah. it's an ongoing thing. Yeah, and it so I personally say right now that I'm living my purpose, mm-hmm. you know, um, by what I do and, and the things that I do. I'm doing what I love and I feel like I am um, connecting with people, impacting lives. You know, that is my purpose. And yeah. obviously there's more to do in, in regards to that. But it's a journey that is just going to get greater and better. Yeah, you know? but when does it end? Because I feel like I personally, when it ends is, is when God, because we obviously, yeah. we, we, he's, even though you're serving your purpose or whatever, it, at the end, like, because I feel like you retire. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no more retire. <laughs> it takes you Alas. away from the world. That's what yeah. I, believe. I believe. Yeah, I, I think believe. that's the actual end goal. Yeah. But I think yeah, yeah, overall, yeah, like, once you serve, you know, affected the lives that he, yeah. you know, yeah. he wanted to you and all this stuff at the end. Yeah, I think we get the opportunity to practice our purpose in different forms. So like you just said, you feel like where you're at right now in your life is your purpose because it's what you love doing. You're um, impacting others. You're helping people. And that's what whole, you wholeheartedly feel like that's what you should be doing. Maybe like in a couple of years, you will be doing impacting people the same way and love exactly what you're doing the same way, but it might be like literally a completely, completely different, different, different level on the other yeah. side. Like you could literally different, jump different, from, like yeah. a different environment that you yeah. never expect. The exact same feeling and fulfillment, yeah. the same outcome, but you don't even yeah. realize because you're doing it in a completely different way to what you were. I think that we are giving that life because once you've done, finished, and you've completed what you are meant to be doing these few years, God is like, okay, you've accomplished what you need to do here. That that career over there needs help. Off you, you that's, yeah. right. hmm. that's the field. Do you feel like it's it's a um, purpose in the sense that it's the purpose is to, as Christians, I'm just asking you guys, do you feel like it's to serve Him and spread Him out to everyone else, or it's a purpose personally in terms of like your success everyone is different there's people that have because we all have different gifts Mm. so like for example you Mm. know 
me and Adawa are a good example. Example, mm. we're very completely two different people when it comes to reaching out to people and things like that. Mm. Adawa's gift is like she's more like um, she will just talk to anyone and you know advise them about this and, and this so and that. Whereas I'm more reserved and I make impact in a different way. You know what I mean? So it's not everyone that's gonna go around. No, but my question, in actual, like, interestingly, we are the same we're thing. The same field. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm but saying. Yeah, you the same field. You, so you approach things differently because yeah, of but your gifts. What to talk? You have it's the same gifts, but you're yeah. doing the exact same impact. Yeah, like it just depends on the person. Like everyone yeah. is different. So this is. I feel like. I think that he's on the journey with you. My question. I think yeah to answer your question him no but everyone's purpose or is it more so like you're just I get what you're saying yeah I think as Christian and Mm. as believers is to spread the gospel yeah spread the touch the lives of other people serve as much as God you know serves us because he came to serve yeah and he's left us to serve and that's why it's like the good news right Mm -hmm. and we have to spread it in your own little capacity Mm -hmm. that you can because we're not all given um the same level and that's where it comes to that yeah Yeah. we're not all given the same ability to reach people in in the same manner you know what i mean i could touch hundreds of people she can touch one person maybe that's the only person Person that that god God wanted for me to touch you know no i only was gonna say that my question was like okay, you can, like, you can touch me in a way that leads me to God, to God, but then Ayan can touch me in a way that it's just, in a sense, it's kind of like a, a personal growth for me, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. meant, like, ultimately, yeah, yeah. the end is, is the purpose yeah. to touch to serve God, yeah. or for people to touch to, to help you heal personally, it's, it's no, I good. think it's all the same, I, Nyakale, I think it's all the same, it's I think same. you are here to I mean, spread your touch we pass on yeah like for example so they can all connect yeah it all connects yeah you got for you to heal then a bit of your own assignment which could be for you to well spread someone else yeah or for you to heal one more person by what he's told it's an ongoing message you're spreading god's love that's how you're spreading it when i help you it doesn't matter how i help you what you the goodness you take from what i've done for you was a part of my purpose and now it becomes yours to go spread that same love to someone else in a different way so we are practicing his love in so many different ways but we're doing his work in different approaches it doesn't necessarily come in a religious way generally though like because some people may want to know purposely what's the purpose because when it's a good question because after you've been for example if you're new to you know being spiritual in christianity or whatever you i think um kind of like okay what's my purpose now mm, where do i go from here you know exactly so it's a you know i'm I'm really interested to know because um, I think Ayana and Adal have been back home. Um, I'm really interested to know how that works back home. So you know how do you guys believe like you know cultural gods when they were always saying or this and that you know in our language do you guys believe that our African belief system or the cultural way we practice spirituality do you guys think that that is a concept that comes from um, Western practices of religion, or it's a spirit? It's a another concept of spirit, or another approach of spirituality that um, 
our people built on their own. You guys think that that's a spiritual connection between them and God, or it was a concept somehow built from a Western, I guess, Western influences in the past at some point. I think, I don't know, personally, because when we went, um, because you hear about all these different gods that they serve and stuff. And we met different spiritual leaders. And I think for me, after all those um, experiences, because we went through quite a lot of um, different things, because, you know, they'll do the little practices and put the water on you and all these things. Spit on your head. Spit on your head. Yeah. (laughs) Spit in your mouth. Yeah. Yeah. After oh they've eaten they'll spit in your head and then you can take it in your head. Spit like you literally do the most, yeah. <laughs> and they'll put water, like all these things, and <laughs> and we got to meet different spiritual leaders. So there was we we learned a bit more at the end anyway because there was one that was um his purpose was a good purpose, which was like he was one of our uncles. Apparently, his purpose was like um to protect and you know get, get rid of all, yeah get rid of all these other you know people that protect us from the evil ones basically and then there's evil ones that apparently will you know they'll curse you to go blind they'll do this they'll do that because you to not because have of children not have children yeah all these all things so it, it was just interesting but overall anyway after all those experiences that we went through i just feel like it's it's a spiritual it's a, it's a form of spirituality that it's a connection that they have with the gods that they have you know what i mean and each family sort of has their own God. gods you know when we went we were surprised all these things because you know this is one of these grandmas that um a church with you and she was calling all these words of our families that we didn't know but but it was still like it was still beautiful you know because she was just so happy to see us and she was just like blessing yeah, by us the way she couldn't. was she was blind yeah but, but she, she could walk because of her skin, with yeah. no, no stick yeah. no 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 one helped her she just yeah. was oh, fetch so water yeah um fetch water while she was blind she, she does, does everything, everything. she cook by herself. by herself but because she's got well, like one a, of those girls is dutch her heart <laughs> And I yeah, it's our boss now. It's our game of gods that I'm telling you. Walking stick. Love no, what is that spiritual eye stick. you're trying to say? Yes, it's a spirituality. She's, yeah. Like she's very, very it's a spirit. It's the and I don't think it's connected to um the, like the gods that they serve and, and the the thing. I don't think it's connected to a Western because that was your question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's connected no. to a Western, um, the Western gods or whatever, because they don't believe in like, you know, the whole Bible stuff. They don't believe in any of that. You know, we've even had an encounter because when we went, we were very like, um, oh, we we're very like um, prayer warriors. Right. So we went with our Bibles. <laughs> yeah, we went with our Bibles and we were sleeping in the room with one of the ladies. Yeah. And um, and she, she, she could not touch the, the Bible, Bible because she was saying like, Scared the spirits because yeah. obviously she can see the spirit of um, god, god yeah. and she was just like nah she could not touch amazed. the bible Can't when she's church. she's just like nah, nah like literally it's she would just like, not touch get it. that away from me yeah. that's how like, she said i cannot touch it so obviously it's a spiritual thing because the spirits recognize each other Those, snakes. yeah, because those are the gods that they they, they worship. Oh, the yeah, snakes, yeah. 
um, what there's what, and they speak to these um, animals spiritually, yeah. and spiritually have an understanding of, they can literally be like, come to my house at this time. <laughs> and the animal will turn up and they would, you know, they, they would come and be like, hey, I'm here, what's up? Kind of thing. So um, I don't think it's connected to the Western world. It's very different. I feel like it's their own God that they, wherever that comes from, because it's like, they could recognize that we were Christian and we were believers yeah. and they could recognize that we were standing with some sort of power, yeah. you know, and we were not the only one. Other people have had um, the same experiences, people that were actually spiritual and went there and they were being told that your God is a lot more stronger than our God kind of like, thing. Don't touch them. Don't, they'd be like, yeah. And they'd be like, oh, stay away from them and all of that stuff. So it's yeah, their own <laughs> kind of... Um, <laughs> Like, do you want to that? It's their own kind of um, <laughs> and I feel like they believe in the universal God anyway. I feel like everyone yeah, they do, yeah. in the universal yeah, God, yeah. you know, the God that created the universe yeah. and all of that stuff. It's just a matter of how people divide it and mm. make it their own little things because they yeah. believe that they believe in the universal God, but they believe in their own little traditional gods that yeah. they feel like God has given them. Which is the God of the, it's the ancestors, yeah, really ancestors that they um, pray to, which I appreciate to too. To like me, I'm like, it's weird. It's it, I mean, a thingy because I'm like, I believe in the my spiritual relationship with God, but I also believe in the um, the spirits of the ancestors as well. You know what I mean? When it comes to the other side of things, I I still I respect them. You know what I mean? Like I don't think I could ever um, <laughs> help people. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, do you my find in the West actually? World, yeah, there's too many. Um, I guess religions are kind of like getting mixed up in the Western world. Do you feel like that confuses? Because there's a lot of atheists mm. in um, Western countries. Do you feel like because there's so many like mixes of different religions coming into one um, that it's confusing people? Yeah. And it's um, steering them away from a spiritual relationship. Distracting them. More Distracting them. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, there's so many like you have like... Um, Buddhist, you have Hindu, you have this, you have this, and the world is so exposed to so many religions, so many gods. Do you feel that's why people choose not to be spiritual? Because I, I, I guess we've kind of like determined that spirituality is completely different to religion in a sense. Mm. So do you feel that's the reason because of all these religions, people are not yeah, trying confusing. to be spiritual because they're very confused about which yeah. way to go. And people always think of the extreme versions of yeah. each religion mm. and that sort of like they hate you know turns you away because if you think about islam it's always the extreme version extreme. of it that it's like you know they do, this, they do that so and that's why people would be afraid to try and connect to it but i think personally speaking i think like <laughs> because we've said so many times as a personal journey you, you you're sort of missing out if you're not depriving yourself of having a, a personal journey with whatever spiritual thing you believe in I think it's very fundamental to be able to like um, have peace. You know what I mean? And that's why, you know, that point that people always argue, this is a very controversial thing. We're about to get into that. But um, that thing about, because a lot of Kachula are like angry and they say that um, oh. Western, <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people have this thing because obviously with the oppression and, yeah, because of the, because of, um, you know, the, the, because of the um, Bible is of, of used to brainwash Kachula. Yeah. And my thing to that is just sort of like, because I remember that point I told you, Adele, I said, I, I see the other part, 
you know, because okay, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. they say, oh, in your like kawajad that they have brought to I'm a ghost in my household all the time, so I know what you mean. I know yeah, exactly what you're talking about. You know, hmm. let me not let me say it in English. It's the it's the white god, you know, that that has been brought by the Western culture to basically oppress you and hold you down and things like that. Mm. And I get that. I get what where that's coming from. Because I remember I was telling Adele that I get that point because if you think about it, a lot of Africans in general, we always um say, I feel like Kawajad go to the extreme. Like because a lot of them are not They're as very spiritual. Much extremists. Yeah, like yes. because, because a lot of them don't have a knowledge to um oh. I wanted to add to what you just said. I think um, it might have come from the fact that the this God that we believe in now was introduced to our people, specifically as Africans, during mm-hmm. our times of vulnerabilities, because we were very vulnerable during the wars, and that's when those gods were introduced to us to praise at the yeah. times we were being finalized. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so I, it, it makes I sense why people think yeah. I completely understand that. And, and when they say that it's another form of oppression, I get that because that's what I was telling to Adele last time, because a lot of us were very um, spiritual of, of some sort, you know, where our parents, whether we like it or not, somehow you would have had some spiritual encounter. There's always, got, you're scared of God because you're like, God says this, God says that. So when it comes to be, for example, if you're with the Kawaja or whatever, with the Kawaja and Aranchul, Aranchul will hold back a little bit because a lot of wicked things that Kawaja have done, you know what I mean? Hey, but, no fear. But all the time because you're always like, nyale jato, nyale jadai, nyale this, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's where I get the point that they're saying that it's a form of oppression. But obviously, I understand that it's 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 not necessarily a form of oppression because it's it's a you personal thing. You shouldn't be yeah. yourself, not have your own connection. You know what I mean? But then we should also look at it the other way, where it's like, doesn't God reveal Himself in vulnerable situations? So maybe that was His time for Him to. Yeah, I completely understand that. To reveal himself and use a situation to touch Koichul. Yeah, but And then you can't even say that because in terms of that case in America when where when slavery was happening, that was the time where they were given Bibles to teach they used the Bible to teach themselves how to read English and how to write in English. But and they renamed them through the biblical names just because they couldn't say their real names and all of that stuff. So I don't know why people say it's, although it was used in a bad form, it taught them how survival skills because they then ended up using the skills they learned from the Bible to survive and make their way and learn forgiveness. Because can you imagine a situation like that? No, because if they couldn't forgive, they would have, continue dying all the time yeah. and it would have a lot more people would have died than the people that didn't because they use that bible although it was used against them they use it for themselves yeah. to turn things around so i feel yeah. like it comes and there are bad things to it but there are also positive mm. things that protected people from it mm. yeah. yeah it's it's kind of very it's hard a very, it's a very hard gray it's a very hard the only time that I I would think of that point is just I get angry sometimes because I'm like like even with all the riots and everything that happened they always end up having mercy on them and I'm like okay God says to have mercy but I'm just like just one day just go extreme 
to just, you know, obviously there's extreme, um, you know, black people out there, but I just feel like we always end up having mercy and mm. it's the mercy that God has taught us. You know, it's, it's the mercy that comes from the values of God. And, and that's what gets me angry sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh my goodness. I just want to like, just give a taste of their own thingy sometimes um, rather than back by the values of God. But obviously that's not the right. As my brother likes to put it, he says that they use, because we follow the Bible and we focus on the Bible so much. It, it's a form of distraction to keep our minds enslaved. That's what he says. I don't get that. That, that I don't know. I actually don't believe that. And I, I think that's that. why I actually disagree with a lot of people when it comes to that, because I, I just find that if somebody is having a personal experience or personal relationship, personal conviction for you to sit there and basically say that their mind is enslaved and they don't know what they're doing. It's kind of like, I've actually had so many countless debates with a lot of people and a lot of the people that I talk to are angry. And it's like, look at yourself to begin with. Like, why are you so bothered? First of all, with someone else's face and their choice. Like, that's not, I had this argument. That's usually my argument. (laughs) I was so tired. And and it's like, oh, you guys are just enslaved. And you know, what pissed me off is like, oh, these people that believe in God, they're stupid. They're foolish. They don't know what they're doing. Their life is miserable. Those were the words you say. I was like, I'm a graduate. You're not. So (laughs) like, yeah. And I'm like, look at, you're suffering more than me. Let's be honest. Like, I just think like it's, if you were comparing lives, like your life and my life, what makes me stupid? What makes me foolish? Because I believe in God, because I practice, because I actually follow God. And it's not like you're just sitting here yeah. really not doing anything. It's you're not just, like, you know. first of all, I'm not hurting anybody. Second, I'm not forcing you to believe what I believe. Third, it doesn't take away from anything that has to do with you. You know what I mean? It yeah. doesn't take away from your personal life. Whatever that you choose to do with your own life is what you choose to do with your own life. But to look at someone because of their beliefs, you become really aggressive and really investing. Like if I'm a slave, let me be in <laughs> But it's not, even, it's not even that. Like People are so quick to read like self-help mm. books, but when people are reading the Bible, yeah. which in a sense is a Basically self-help, self-help book, it, is. it yeah. just teaches you the same, love, the same, the same message. Motivation so like, when you're feeling down. Yeah, why do people, but I'm like, these people oppressed. that actually talk like that, I find that, I'm sorry, but you know, I find that they're so You know what's funny? Um, <laughs> the same people that will tell you not to do these things are the yeah. same ones that will go watch a YouTube video that tells them they need to start meditating and... <laughs> and it will help them a peace of mind oh read some self-help book oh read about spirituality yeah like you meditate don't meditate that's a practice of spirit no but that's the thing no you know what i've always wondered though you know people that don't have a, a belief system or don't believe in anything at all um how do they because you know for me having a belief system or believing in something gives me a sense of like a reason to live a reason to think that there's something that's out there continuing to actually believe something um it gives you a sense of purpose so you know there's an end goal and you have a reason to wake up tomorrow and keep trying to find that purpose whereas people that don't believe in anything do they just think that you're a shove on earth you do whatever you do and you leave tomorrow mm-hmm. 
And if so, not why are they not just ending it? Why are you going through all these stages for no reason? But it's not like, wouldn't you rather die believing yeah. and then it doesn't come to you than like, to be die? And then, you have nothing to lose. <laughs> Like too late. You see, that's why I actually. That's why I'm like I question it a lot. The amount of um, anger that people have when they find that you're a believer. Yeah. It's like someone practice law of attraction. You're like, oh, that's good for you. you? (laughs) (laughs) They practice the same. You guys are awesome. What was the reason? But then you come and you're like, I'm a believer. What? No, but you know, (laughs) I've read somewhere that. those people that claim they're atheists in their moment of death, like the very moment when they have those seconds, oh all of a God sudden help. they repent. God, God, I know you are dead. And a lot of them, I've seen people where they're like, you get really hurt and you're in so much pain. And so then you start saying, God, if you're there, please help me. But you know the thing about God. Yesterday. Why do you believe him? I know. People run to God when they are in pain. A lot of the people that actually um, had a relationship or have a relationship with God is because they were going through something that made them feel like I need to get a connection that is above me. You know, I need a connection that is beyond what I am right now and where I am in life. And a lot of people, because they think they got this and, and they're in control and whatnot, that's why they don't find that connection and that's why but then again and that's good for you that, but don't, yeah don't but then again me. it comes to people turning to the wrong things right people become yeah. addicted to that they if maybe if you saw <laughs> you look for god maybe <laughs> things would have been different for you but you chose a different path and i'm choosing a different path that's just basically what it is you know what i mean mm-hmm. instead of I choosing you shouldn't make someone that like angry. i'm just i just made a choice for myself you made a choice for yourself what mm. works for you doesn't work for me. What works for me doesn't work for you. It's fair, okay. it's fair enough if they get angry at those Christians that shove it down there. Yeah, like, but if must, I'm minding my business, you must repent, you must this, you yeah. must that. You're but, a sinner. but if it's someone that's minding their business and allowing that's for you to see the love of God through yeah. them naturally, then I don't see the, you know, the problem. The, the problem. Just allow people to be. And that's, you know, that's that's my... You know, and that's what my you know, people thing, um, <laughs> you know that. Through everything we've just discussed, I wanted to actually just ask Adele is someone that has had a full spiritual journey. She's had different, she practices so many different ways. She did previously say she's very focused on self, um, self-care. Her spiritual, her relationship with God is like, she doesn't feel the need to always go to church. She doesn't feel the need to be around so many people in order for her to still feel like that strong connection. So I just wanted to ask mm-hmm. Adele, like what are some, what is a piece of advice or some things that you think that someone that is new to having a relationship with God or this spiritual journey, that something they could do to help them actually get started or to help them in things, their hardships in life, such as when they're going through some mental things that are affecting their mental health, their physical health, things that are some hardships at school or home, what are some things they can do to support themselves in having that relationship that could give them a peace of mind? Yeah. Um, I think the first thing is to actually realize that you need the help and actually acknowledge to yourself, like, I'm struggling with this. There's no shame because sometimes um, the mistakes a lot of people make and I have made is that 
we don't want to uh, um, say to ourselves or anyone else that we're struggling, you know? So it's important to actually identify exactly what you're struggling with and actually talk to yourself about it and say, I am struggling with this situation. And then that would actually open your mind into researching and understanding what you need to do next. So if for someone that is a believer like me, if I'm struggling with something, the first thing that comes to mind is pray. If I can't pray, I'll get someone else to pray for me or with me. If I can't get someone else to pray, maybe because sometimes you go through things that you don't even want to talk to anyone, you don't even want to pray. I'll play some worship music, you know, and that helps me to get into that different mindset because as I'm listening to these words, it actually helps me to, to get my mind out of what I'm going through in that moment and start thinking about other things. Or, but for people that are not actually believers, you can do meditation, you can do... Um, read a self-care book you can do something that makes you feel um, better about yourself but I always say that the most important thing is to allow it it just how long you actually allow it. you know what I mean what do I mean by allowing it when you're going through something or when you're feeling bad or down don't be so quick to want to fix it now and then actually just allow the emotions to play out and see how I just I'm just against like you going through that weeks and weeks and weeks of just feeling like that but I believe that if you feel like that in one day two days that's okay but if it, if it becomes more than that then that's when you need to seek the help that you can there's counselors out there I'm a counselor I can talk to someone and you can seek professional help in in terms of like finding something that will help you so it's it's a matter of acknowledging that I need the help. I'm struggling in this manner. And with spirituality and with religion, I mean, with um, believers and believing in God, that's where the Bible comes in. We're reading the Bible, we're worshiping, we are praying, we are fasting. Fasting helps me because then I feel like I'm more connected to God than other things. My time of fasting is a time where actually today is my last day of my three days fast. And yeah, I was just doing a fast. And that I find always helps me to refocus and regain my connection with God in a stronger way. And that's where when I say not going to church, that's what that's when I say um, me not going to church. Mm -hmm. It's um it's because I know how to connect with God and how to actually um, have that relationship with that. It's not that I don't need the church. I do and I need to go to church more often, but also having that connection with God means that when I'm at a place where I feel down, I know exactly what to do. You know what I mean? I know exactly where to go and what to do for me not to end up in a position that is worse than where I was. So I would encourage, I feel like in the generation and the time that we're in now, a lot of people don't wanna ask for help. A lot of people don't wanna feel like they're weak. A lot of people don't wanna, they don't trust people. And a lot of people are not to be trusted because nowadays you tell somebody I'm struggling with ABC and then next, they turn around and be like, hey, you know, spreading your business out there. So I get it, but it's making people oppress, you know, and mentally not okay because you're, you're actually holding a lot of things in because you're afraid to be your real self. You're afraid to share your feelings and your emotions. So you rather surround yourself with people that have some fake um, friendship and joy, but it's not actually real. You know what I mean? If you go into a lot of friendship, there's no real connections. It's a matter of like, let's have fun together. But when the fun is over, are they there to hold your hand when you're going through some tough time? Can you talk to these people? Can you actually be your real self and be like, I'm struggling with A, B, C without feeling like you need to hold back. And that's why I think also it's important to surround yourself with people that you know for a fact. 
that if you're struggling, you can go to them. And you know for a fact that they're not going to turn back and use that against you. And that's why I surround myself with believers like me. So then when I go through stuff, we pray about it. And I don't hear it out there anymore. Like I don't go and I don't worry about, oh, I'm going to hear this and that. No, because I know that we are both accountable to God. So whatever that they do, they're responsible to God, not me. You know what I mean? They're not going to have to repent to me or about me. They're going to have to repent to God. So you have to select people that you know that can be there for you 100% and can help you in your journey. Because if two people walk together and we believe in two completely different things, it's never going to work. You know what I mean? If I'm like a spiritual person, and this person is not spiritual, no matter how many times I actually try to communicate with them and tell them what it is, yeah. We're never going to come into agreement and we're never going to support each other in a way each other needs, you know, we can try, mm. but it's never going to work. So that's basically, yeah. Uh, Thanks for that. Um, oh, we're doing a advice segment. Yeah. Oh, was that, is that <laughs> too quick? It's not every day. I was just going to say that. Thanks for that, Adele. You have actually just, covered a whole lot of things in one i wanted to ask sorry with a spiritual journey as well um there's this thing that people do where they compare themselves to other people but we're not all meant to be on the same levels Mm -hmm. because what you go through it's a journey of faith Mm -hmm. the bible says we walk by faith not by sight so it's a matter of how big your faith is. And, and it says, if you have a faith as small as a mustard seed, <laughs> you can move mountains or you can actually overcome Not um, a mustard great things. Seed. Yeah, mustard seed. <laughs> small mustard, as a mustard seed. So I feel like with the spiritual journey that we go through, we all have different trials. Yeah. We have different things that we overcome. My size of trial is not the same as us. It's not the same as yours. It's not the same as necklace. We all have different things that we have to overcome. So when you see somebody, because sometimes you see some people that are on crazy spiritual level, you're like, how did they get there? But you're just like, but I'm struggling, but I keep falling. But that's the thing about this spiritual, everybody fails. Everybody feels like you're not doing enough. Sometimes you feel like you don't even feel like the Holy Spirit. So there's times where you feel down, but it's a matter of keeping right. up with what you're doing and having faith that no matter what, even if you don't feel God, he's there, you know? So don't compare yourself because that can actually take you away from God. Because if you keep comparing yourself to other people, then you're focusing on the wrong thing, you know? And that doesn't help you. You need to focus on your own journey and say, today I made progress in ABC. And the progress that you make, you need to be proud of that and you need to celebrate that. And if you make a mistake, that's why there's grace. That's why he's a merciful God. That's why he can he can forgive you as long as you repent. But don't allow that to take you away. Oh, I've done something so bad that I can't repent. There's nothing that you cannot repent from. There's nothing that you can't say, oh, you know, I, that was a mistake and he's not going to be like, nope, uh, you know, he says his love doesn't use, you know, record of wrongs, which we do as people. If you are just done something to me today, tomorrow I'm accounted. Remember you did this to me, 2012, 2013, you did this. <laughs> like we keep records you of everything. <laughs> yeah, But he doesn't, he's merciful like that. The minute you say, I acknowledge that I was wrong about this, he will forgive and you move forward. So don't compare yourself because that's a destruction in itself. Don't mm-hmm. look at someone else and be like, I want to be aspire to go on that level. But what God is going to give you to go through is different. You know, what's going to take you to your own level is completely different because there are some things that I can go through, I can overcome, but someone else, it could break them. 
vice versa. There are some things that people go through that I think, oh my God, I wouldn't be able to handle that. But until you are in a situation, it never gives you, yeah, it never gives you a battle that you cannot overcome. Yeah. We already know the outcome. It's a matter of growing through it and actually just being strong while going through that journey. Honestly, that's so true. Um, the demon of comparison breaks yes. and affects a lot of things in our lives. We all go through different stages in life where we're constantly like, oh, but such and such, why can't I be on their level? It's something that we all go through. It doesn't matter in what aspect of our life or in terms, whether it's work, school, faith, marriage, marriage, uh-huh. marriage is even it's getting <laughs> hard out here for some people <laughs> with this campaign. Not very many people want to compare yourself to, so it's okay. No, no, no. Like some people will be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, some people will be like, oh, this person got married and I haven't. This person is this That's age, so I'm this age. Many babies, I'm like a lot of people do it, and it's really sad because the moment you get married, they end up rushing into bad things. Yeah, it's a burden off your shoulder the moment you stop comparing yourself to people. So um, just on top of that, I wanted to ask you, Yana and Yakle, um, there's something that Adele um, mentioned that you could, I guess, emphasize on or something that you feel like you can add onto the, um, the advice she's given. And uh, if there is something that you personally feel like you took from what she's just um, told us. Uh, yeah, well, I agree with everything that she said. It's just the, because um, she spoke a lot more on the spiritual side with, with God, which is what we mostly, um, which what we all believe in and everything. But um, just going back to that point that see, your spiritual journey is, is a personal thing and it could be whatever you believe in. And just also, because I think she touched on mental health. She touched mm-hmm. on getting supports and things like that. So yeah, like if, you've, if you're feeling, you know, some type of way or you're feeling down or you're feeling lost or you need, you know, help with finding a purpose or finding peace, um, then, you know, you can just start with whatever you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. So you can just, there's, everything is on YouTube. You can literally just search, hey, hopefully something bad doesn't come out. But if you search how to get peace, <laughs> hopefully it's not anything <laughs> too much. <laughs> I hope it's some, you know, things that will uplift you and and get you into a better mindset. Because you can literally, if you have, most of us have access to the internet. So if you can go on the internet and just literally search in, um, how can I find peace? Hopefully you'll get, you know, a lot of motivational speakers. You'll get um, things, and those motivational speakers could even mention services that are available. Or if you even look up um, local services in your area as well that you could possibly go and talk to, that could be a starting point. Because sometimes it's easier to talk to, random people rather than um people that you know because it goes back to that whole trusting no one wants to feel like you speak to someone and then your business is out there the next day so as well as the spirituality you can just start off with whatever you're comfortable with like we said before spirituality can be anything you know it could be just your time alone and feel and just having time with your spirit and that could be hard for you but if if you can just try small small or do little self-care things for yourself and just try and connect with yourself as much as you can yeah and if you go on youtube and hopefully you'll find some sort of support um there i'll just say don't be discouraged um especially if you're a beginner in your faith just don't let the voices in your head get the best of you if you do fail today just bounce back because your journey is your journey it's personal to you and um yeah just follow it 
through. You're going to get there in the end anyways. He's not going to, um, if it's God, God is not going to leave you. He's going to be there and you're going to, um, if you just focus on him, he's going to guide you um, through your purpose, whatever that may be. And also to the people that don't necessarily believe or have um, or question religion or faith, I would just say, don't be so judgmental to anybody who talks about their own religion. Let them express it the way that they want to express it. As long as it doesn't concern you and it doesn't impact you in your day-to-day life, just let them be. Don't be judgmental. That's right. all. That could affect their mental health. Exactly. Um, I think that those were great advices. I don't really have anything else to add on there. So I would like to just end this episode by saying thank you, Monica. Monica did the counselor. I appreciate it. We've learned the book writer. (laughs) Click, click, click. The writer. Um, and you guys check out her website and check out her tea page. Mon. <laughs> anyway, guys, um, thank you again. And thank you, Monica, for joining us. I appreciate it. And we really did have some fun. We've learned a lot today. We're different people now. Different. The faith is strong in this room. So because and, and I think we all have very similar things of our spiritual backgrounds, but I think um or spiritual journeys. I we think next do time part two is other people with getting, different yeah things. with different um spiritual journeys to us the ones that we've touched on but we don't really know much about yeah we might get them yeah, on, on board and, and get them to share their, their part as well and their experiences too yeah i really want to one day have someone that has a different um religious belief just to try and understand from their point of view how they view spirituality so yeah, that maybe. might be something um that, oh yeah yeah, or someone yeah like an, a, like someone that doesn't believe in any god at all or science and someone that believes in like either yeah. islam or buddhism or something else just to see yeah. how they view spirituality from their <coughs> from their point of view um anyway ayan will be giving us the quote of the day okay so the quote of the day is, drum roll. listen to the silence until you hear your soul Bye. What, 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 by Janesh Grudge. Probably. <laughs> but it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> by that person. So listen to the silence until you hear your soul. Amen. Focus on the soul. Honestly, really pay attention to that. Listen to it four times until it sinks in. Um, anyway, thank you again. And that's it for today. We shall see you on another episode next week. Thanks for listening and vibe with us on. Oh, yeah. <laughs>